This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. The message is not simple. It's a simple message. What God is saying to us as a church and everyone watching me here this morning from the book of Malachi and also the book of Exodus chapter 20 from verse 5 the, the book of Malachi chapter 1 from verse 6 to 8 God wants us to honor him in every of our engagements he said that the reason why some of us have not seen the blessing and the proportion in which he has desired and the proportion in which he has told you is because you've not honored him enough to honor God. Malachi chapter, chapter 1 from verse 6. It says, A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. So his son will honor his father and also a servant is master. He says, if then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? The fear is saying here is not a fear that you see God and you run away. Or a fear that is horrific. It's not a fear in the place of terror. It's speaking about a reverential fear the kind of fear that you have for your bosses, the kind of fear that you have for people that you are working for, for your heads. That provincial fear, so where is it? So it says, Say the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, that despise my name, and we say, wherein have we despised thy name? Wherein have we brought down the name of God, denigrated his name, discounted his name, dishonored his name. And then see what God says. He says, why? Because ye have offered polluted bread upon my altar. In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. It means the table of the Lord is not respected. It's not it's not, it's not respected by you. It's not reverence. So, and if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame, the sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person Say the Lord of hosts. God is saying that we ought to begin to honor him in every dimension of offerings. Some of us, God has blessed us so much, has preserved us. We have seen his kindness. And then when it's time to give, we give a lame offering. We give a blind offering. We give a polluted bread and bring it to his altar. 
And I want you to realize that the altar is a place where God meets his people. And we have an altar here that speaks. And this altar has brought through it, God has altered many destinies, many lives to his glory. And God has brought many testimonies to many families in and also around the world. Now, as a member of this community, God is saying that it's time that we begin to honor him. He deserves to be given the best. If it is short of the best you can offer, then God is not satisfied. God is not fulfilled. God is not happy. When you bring your offerings, are you bringing the best for him? If you offer what you are offering unto the Lord to your benefactors, will they be pleased with you? If you offer what you are offering to him to the blessing that God is using to bless you, do you think that person is going to obtain it or receive it? I was sharing the previous service and on how the vice president had come in here a couple of times. And I remember every time he has to come, we'll make sure that we create a room for him and decorate the entire place and import chairs and all the furniture. Not transcorp, it's not good enough for him. We'll bring everything in. Because we honor his person and honor his office. If we would do that to our vice president, our president, the president of your organization, the DG, the PAMSEC that is giving you the contract, or the procurement department, uh, director, how much more God? If you could do that to you, your uh, father, how much more God? If God is indeed your father, you must honor him with the best. If he's short of the best, God is not satiated. If he's less than the best, God is not satisfied. What about in our worship? When you come to encounter God, just, in, just worshiping him, God demands and expects that you give him the best. That you express your devotion in such a way to sanctify him. Sometimes when we come to a worship service like this, you see people disrespecting the presence of the almighty God. Some of us are dancing and just exciting ourselves. Your singing, your dancing is not directed unto God. It is good to be excited in His presence. It is good to dance like David did. But do you know what? When David was dancing with all those exuberance, all was a devotion to God and not to himself. That was why when his wife saw him, how can a king behave this way? 
But he was doing all that. Giving God the best. Sometimes we come and we're worshiping God and people are using cell phones. Taking themselves and say they're worshiping. Even the words that we'll use in worship does not even mean anything to you. It's a lame worship. It's a blind worship. It's below the standard that God expects from you. No wonder why you are not blessed the way you are supposed to be blessed. See what the book of Psalms says. Psalm 2 verse 11. He says, Rejoice before the Lord with trembling. Have you seen it there? You don't take God for granted. Even when you are rejoicing. God is in this place. As you engage this altar of worship. I tell you what. Something is going to pour into your life. And your life will never be the same again. Thank you King of Glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Our God is a jealous God. Exodus chapter 20 from verse 5. He is a jealous God. He said he's a jealous God. God doesn't want, he wants to take the first place. He doesn't want you to share him with another. He wants the whole of you. Many of us know here that we're not living the life of absolute devotion to him. God is saying, honor me. I want all. Give me the best of your person. Give me the whole of your heart. Give me the whole of your devotion. And then you will see what I will do. I pray for someone today in the precious name of Jesus Christ that as you have come to worship, you will leave this place with your testimony. As you worship God, you will see him. Isaiah chapter 6 from verse 1, it says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord high and lifted up and his twain, his glory filled the temple. And then, what did he see again? He saw the seraphims with six wings, with twain, they covered their eyes with twain, they covered their feet with twain, they flew. And they were saying, holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, all the earth is filled with your glory. He says, and the post of the temple shook and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. All of a sudden, Isaiah the prophet and says, oh, I have seen the Lord. I am undone. My lips are unclean. And I live amongst people of unclean lips. Ah, I have seen the Lord. Most of the times when we worship God, you don't see God. Because if you see God, when you worship him, sometimes people are wondering, why is pastor crying? Why is pastor shedding tears? Why is pastor just rolling? Why? Listen, when you begin to worship God and you see God, just like Isaiah saw him against the backdrop 
of his majesty against the backdrop of his holiness against the backdrop of his awesomeness you will break down because there are different levels of worship you will see yourself undone you will see your vulnerabilities you will see how infirmed you are you will see how important how strong it is that you need God when you saw him he says my lips are unclean why? because the angels were worshipping him holy, holy Lord God almighty holy, holy, holy he found it very difficult to join them in singing because his lips were unclean when you worship the Lord and enter into that dimension you will seek nothing else but to say God please clothe me with your presence clothe me oh God with the power of your mercy you will see how frail you are you will see the need the strong urge need the urgency that you want God, that you are so desperate for Him beyond every other thing. Not until He got there and He made that confidence that He was undone, He saw Himself that He was undone many areas that need to be dealt with. God exposed this in the place of worship. I love God because our God is a God of redemption. As soon as He saw that, Him. Before now, who was saying woe to people, woe to people? He thought it was okay. But when he collided with the glory of his majesty, he saw the fault and the things that needed to change in his life. And our God is a God of redemption. As soon as he accepted his place, because he was at the altar, he was close to the altar in the temple. He was close to the altar in the temple. The Bible says, and the seraphims, the seraphim, that's the burning one, went, picked up a hot coal with a tongue and brought it and put it upon his mouth and then cleansing came. Transformation came. He was cleansed. Thy sins are forgiven. The next thing God gave him an assignment. Who shall we send? Listen, there are places that God has set before you. Oh my God. I'm trusting God that after this morning's encounter, the transformation that will visit you will push you to the place where God has destined for you. If you are the one that God is talking about, say a very big amen to that. Otherwise, he could not move. His life will have been stagnated if not for the encounter he had with God, um, if not for the redemptive heart of God. May I prophesy to someone here again this morning, as you encounter this altar in the place of worship, my God, listen, the next level will be opened unto you. You will enter into the next level sweatlessly. You will enter into the next level victoriously. You will enter into the next level without challenges. You enter into the next level without complications. 
you enter to his next level seamlessly by the power of his mercies in the precious name of Jesus everything that represents stagnation over your life uh, shall be broken in the name of Jesus uh, whatsoever it is that requires transformation uh, and a touch in you shall come to you in this morning in the precious name of Jesus uh, you will receive a touch by the spirit uh, you will receive the fire from the coal you will receive the fire from the altar of God uh, it's one thing for you to visit the altar without knowing it's another thing for you to have an encounter with the king of glory that will set your life ablaze for him I pray for someone here just like Isaiah his devotion was refreshed your devotion for God shall be refreshed this morning in the precious name of Jesus whatsoever represents sin in your life whatsoever represents compromise in your life whatsoever represents iniquity in your life the bed of fornication the bed of adultery the bed of cheating of lying of backbiting of envy of malice whatsoever represents oh my god whatsoever is competing with god in your life shall be taken away this morning in the precious name of jesus oh this is the morning of freedom this is the morning of release we will see the lord hallelujah we will worship him hallelujah his lips became cleansed he joined the angels and they were singing holy 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 lord god almighty holy 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 lord god almighty all the earth is filled with your glory we believe you have been blessed by this message to download this message please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer for any inquiries call 08087-000004 or visit the life center at number 20 colorado close off dame street maitama abuja you can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.